Japan was was phenomenal. It was it was scary, but it was phenomenal too because I was leaving out of my element, out of my um, away from home, and um, we were talking about dreams. I am a dreamer. I love dreams because God speaks to us a lot of times. The Bible, there's many verses that talks about it. He said he's already told us twice in a dream. So he mentioned he's, um, if something is repeated, like she's saying, definitely maybe something God trying to tell you. Uh, but I used to pray when I was like a real, real young, and God will always answer me in a dream. So I've been dreaming for, you know, for as long as I can remember. I would go in my prayer closet and I would always have a dream and God would respond to me some kind of way. Um, but this weekend, um, while I was in California, um, there was something that happened back at home and I had a dream <laughs> about it before I got to California. I didn't know what it meant. And so I had mentioned it. Um, I wasn't sure what it meant. So I mentioned it to um, a family member and they said, you just got to watch out. It may be something around your home or whatever. So I just prayed about it. I prayed, you know, that God's will, God will, you know, intervene and, um, and will prevent the enemy's will from happening. And, um, so my son, my youngest son, um, decided that he wanted to go to a school function the day I was supposed to be getting ordained. And at school, he got hurt. Um, it was on the playground. They had some kind of, some kind of um, event for the people in the neighborhood at school or something. And he went with a neighbor's parent and he told his, he told the neighbor's parent that he had permission from his stepdad. Well, I'm not married. So, <laughs> anyways, um, so he ended up getting hurt at the playground and which caused him to call the uh, ambulance and the ambulance came and it was like, if they couldn't get me on the phone that they were going to take him to the ER. So that could have really, really went left because you know, of where I was and he, there was a babysitter, but you know, he's at the school, mm -hmm. so I'm not here. And there are certain things that only parents can do. Mm -hmm. You know, the child goes to the hospital, the parents has to be the one. Right. Um, so I was like, Oh my God, I got a text message from the EMS from the County and they mm -hmm. got his full legal name. So they, they know. So I had to um, call him back. I don't know what was going on, what was going to happen. But I just thank God that there was an advocate at the Amen. school, too. Amen. There was somebody that God had there and um, somebody that stood in the gap. And whatever that was trying to happen, it was canceled. So I just thank God for that and that what God had planned for me, it happened. It prevailed, Amen. you know, with God's will for my life. It, nothing, all these storms that's been coming against me this whole year, really my whole life. Mm -hmm. And I'm um, just coming to this, this um, one of the milestones in my life, just the aha moment, like, okay, God, you said this. I wasn't losing my mind. I would say I feel like a nut to tell myself. And, uh, you know, and it just makes sense. Like, God has been saying this for a little bit, and it happened with what he wanted to happen where he wanted to happen and when he wanted to happen. So on my way home and I got off the airplane, I got in my car and I had a praise. Amen. All the way home. I just praise God all the way home. I just like, oh my God, I just thank you, God. I just give you glory. I don't know how you do what you do, but you do it so well. Mm -hmm. And you don't need nobody's permission and you don't need nobody's help. And I just say, thank you, Lord. So I'm just so, um, just so excited. Um, I, just everything, just the whole weekend was, was amazing. Just um, 
everything was just amazing. Just standing in the room, just like looking at everybody and just where I was just um, three months ago. To The room I was in three months ago was different. It was like night and day. The room I was in three months ago and the room I was in this weekend was not the same. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. I was in a room a few months ago with people that despised me, hate, all kind of stuff. Um, but now I was in a room this weekend with a different type of people, and I just, I'm just grateful just for that. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, y'all. Mm, that's fine. You're fine. You're fine. I'm sorry. I got it. Look, <laughs> I'm just excited because I have never had a person like Pastor Kim. Negro, never. I never had a mentor, a real one. I had people that said it was. When I called them, they phoned, they sent me the voicemail. It was already programmed in their phone. Every time I died, they never straight the voicemail. And the voicemail was full, so I could never leave a message. Never would call me back. I would go to their office for a meeting, and I would, and people would be in there talking and laughing, but I wasn't invited into that type of environment. I couldn't laugh with my mentor. I had to sit outside of the outside of the office in the sanctuary until everybody cleared the room and they got done laughing. And then I was invited in, mm. and I was just treated different. Um, I, just totally different. I wasn't invited to go prophesy with the team because I was on a, in a prophetic team and all this stuff. When they had an out outing, I was not messaged to go and attend. Matter of fact, in the class with my mentor, I didn't get to prophesy for over a year. It's been in this church. I had to sit there and wait. And I saw new people come in, and the first day they came, they was they was prophesying, they was doing all this stuff. I had to stay mute. I had to be quiet. I had to sit there. So I've been going through my season for years. <laughs> I've been going through this for years. But I had to pass it because I would get offended and I would let it shut me down and I would let it hurt me and I would let it oppress me and I would let it send me backwards, send me back in a row. And I had to get to the place where I went and going to let what other people did and how they treated me change who I am. So I got to the point just recently last year, I decided, okay, God, I didn't decide, but God told me, she sent me back and said, okay, this time when I go back. I'm not going to allow what people do and say and treat me to offend me and get in my heart, and I'm not going to allow it to change me. I'm going to smile. I'm going to be me. I'm going to show up, and I'm going to be the best version of me. I'm going to love unconditionally, regardless of how they treat me. And I thank God that I was able to do that and got past me and brought me out of that place. And now I'm around some beautiful people. I mean, these are the things I prayed for since I was a little girl, for God to put I've been praying for a mentor since I was like 10 years old. And now here I am and I have these beautiful people around me, genuinely, genuine people that love God and love his people and that really, really want to see God's people go forward and that really, really, really genuinely are pouring in and that are not talking about you behind your back and everything you tell them. They're not telling everybody all of your business. I have come a long ways. I just, I'm, I'm sorry, y'all, but I got a different kind of praise. <laughs> I got a, I got all kind of praises right now. This is going to take me a long time to get everything out to God while I'm giving him a praise because this is really, really amazing how God will just change your season and bring you into a place where now, okay, God's saying, now I'm pushing you forward. And it's evident because of the beautiful people that he has brought around me. And I'm just, I'm, I'm just so grateful for um, for everybody. I was telling Prophetess Taryn, I said, 
thank you so much for your ministry and how and the people that you bring in and let feel your platform and how I needed them at that point and I was able to connect and I was telling her about you she said you graduate and I said I don't want to hear graduation right now <laughs> I don't want to go again but uh, <laughs> uh but I'm just so grateful for Pastor Kim uh, ministry this place that how oh my god <laughs> Because where I was, I was dying. Everything around me was dying. Everything, everything, everything was dying. Everything was crumbling. Everything was going down. And God sent her at the right time to help me, to pray with me, to believe with me. And God began to do a new thing, and it didn't take long. It didn't take 30 days. It started happening instantly. Mm-hmm. Then it started turning around, and God began to fulfill his promises and all kind of things and and i'm just so grateful for where where i am and i'm grateful for what i had to go through to get to where i am too but i just say um i'm sorry i'm still talking but thank you so much um pastor kim amen thank you i don't know if i just said enough amen amen you know what god get to god be the glory for the things he has done i said like that um, I, I appreciate your testimony. I think it's phenomenal. I think it's wonderful. Um, I believe in this season that God is going to do some wonderful things. You know what? Sometimes God's way of getting us where we need to go um, at times is is different from what we expect. It's different from what we had to do. It's different from what we had to go through. Um, and if everything was always so good and always so prim and proper and, and petite and, and in position, I would begin to question, I begin to question my relationship. <laughs> I believe sometimes God creates us to be project managers of who we are. And so I am proud of you in this season. I'm excited about it um, and, and, and look forward to what God is going to do. So I, I hate that I hate that I missed this weekend, but you know what? I believe that another another time is coming. And um you're in position. You're in position. You know what's funny about what you said, the things that you had to endure. Um, I believe, every, again, everyone has a story. Everyone has a testimony. But those particular things, you're not the only one. So many people in ministry um, had to go through those things or individuals or people or churches um, sometimes will just hold you back from, from doing certain things. I remember the message that I preached yesterday and, um, and and I said, you know, sometimes I said the Holy Spirit and he teaches you things to come. The goal is for you to be so sensitive to his word where you're not so driven to, 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 to be in that place, but you're driven to sit back and observe. And I was telling them the times where God had told me to sit. He had told me, you don't need to say nothing. You just need to watch. You, you need to sit. You need to heal. And when he told me that there was a church that possibly even came behind me some say hey you need to sit and heal it was confirmation did i want to hear it no and then then again i had some on the other end that was saying hey you need to you need to preach through this you know you just can't sit down you know this is this is where you build up the stamina and you build up the persistence and the resistance you build up the preservation um um, for, for who God is creating you to become um, in this season. So you just can't sit down because think about it. When you become pastor and you, when you become prophet, when you become evangelist, you know, and something happens, you just can't turn the pulpit over and just say, I'm done. And I used to laugh at that because I was like, you got a point. But when I had to sit and watch um, Bishop go through 
um, when, you know, because I was so close to his family. So we knew exactly what was happening when Sarah got pregnant, when Cora was out doing her own thing, when, you know, the kids was just out there doing everything. And every Sunday he got right on back up and he would preach the lights off the wall. And I'll be standing in the corner like, how in the world could he get off the floor from just crying, wondering where his kids are? And he gets right back in the pulpit and preach Jesus, you know, so it, it was, a, it was a good example to see, but you know what I believe as far as ministry is concerned, when you push that hard reset button, hook about crook, <laughs> thick or thin, you know, rain or shine, if the gospel's going to go out, it's going to go out regardless of what we, where we are within our life. So thank you so much for sharing that. Who else would like to share? If anybody's available. If not, amen, and amen, and amen. So, until someone else comes on and wants to share, please, by any means necessary, please do so. Um, I wanted to talk just briefly. If, if everyone can mute um, your phones, that would be great. The route, the route that we take at times prepares... Um, the route that we take prepares us for our destiny, regardless of how you figure out that you can get there. You know what? Sometimes I believe that when we wake up in the morning, we think that we're on the wrong path. We're, we, we think we took the wrong turn. We think things that have taken place in our lives have put us in a position um, to a point of no return. I want to encourage you today that every step you make, goes according to your destination every route that you take goes according to your destination even if you say i was prepared for this if you say i wasn't prepared for this i believe that hooker by crook <laughs> i believe your destiny it was predestined in the beginning of the world and you know what else is predestined the end result you win in the end so whatever way you have to take to get there whatever way you probably say I've stumbled in this, into this position in getting there this is where God begins to build you up this is where he begins to build up your character this is where he begins to build up your integrity this is where he begins to build up who you are you know what's funny um, um, Priscilla was just um, 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 ordained as pastor, but Didi didn't come on. And Didi, I'm gonna tell you business. Uh, Didi just passed our our ministerial class, and um, oh my goodness, when I say hard work, um, I believe it's that you can you can come on if you want to. If not, I'm 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 gonna say it. So I've been teaching this I've been teaching this class for over a year now, a year and a half. But the class has been going on, I believe, almost two years now. And every week of classes, every week of where it's homework, every week of of getting up presenting um, presentations um, uh, uh, you know a group projects um, involved with the ministry and different parts of the ministry um, so I want to give kudos to Didi as well because she just uh, graduated not graduate graduating graduation starts in January but she just passed our ministerial test, our ministerial um, uh, course. So she is Minister uh, Dionethia Bracey. And just want to say how proud I am of you as well, because going through those classes can be a daunting process. We give a lot of information. We give a lot of stuff. And um, 
it's so funny every time we get in a position uh, the homework is always done, you know, if not, Hey, I would have to go through it more than one time. And I had to, um, I had to think about it. So, uh, we, we've done so many different things in the past year and a half, almost two years where, um, we try our best to throw everything possible at, um, at our students so that they can have everything that they need, um, in order to succeed. So, and that's, and the, the, the reason why I say that is because, many times we position ourselves it it and we don't like we don't like the path that's taken we don't like where we are we don't like what we're doing and sometimes we're reminded by life that I'm in this position we're reminded by life that I'm going through this even though every day every day possible um you can we 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 plan out we talk to whoever we need to talk to we position ourselves we are still in a position where God is saying I'm developing you we're in a position where God is saying, I'm, 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 I'm producing <clears throat> um, more responsibility in you. And let me break down responsibility. Responsibility is the ability to respond. The ability to respond, the ability to respond with character, the ability to respond with with love, the ability to respond with with peace, the ability to respond in a in a in a mindset that does not take you back to where you used to be, but it puts you forward to where I'm calling you to be. So that's one. That's another thing is when we begin to get into this word, when we begin to um, um, see where God has taken us, God is always developing. This is this is a season where you take your personal development personal <laughs> and you begin to look at everything possible that you're going through and you ask God, how is it? What is it developing? How is it developing? Think about it. If if Joseph uh, was going to be a, a become a great ruler and, um, you know, here is here is what was planned uh, is that his brothers was first they were going to tear you know they, first first they first they were going to put him in a pit and first they were going to get upset with him and angry with him because he was a dreamer and all of a sudden all of a sudden they put him in the pit and then once they put him in the pit then they take his clothes they take the they take his jacket you know they take all they take everything possible but i want to just stop there because think about it they weren't just taking something physically they wasn't just taking something uh, precious to him. They were stripping away his self-esteem. They were stripping away his confidence. They were stripping away everything he thought who he was. Everything he thought who he was. And in the process of walking through that and then being sold as a slave. And then all of a sudden, what happens? The master's wife at the house, you know, began to lie about him because he was accused of rape. And then now the master's going to put him in the jail and put him in jail. You know, when we look at this and we read that, we forget about the time it took. That was a long time. From one pit, I have nothing but unfortunate events that take place. And even when I get to that place, you know what? If God had said that Joseph probably would have replied, like, it is what it is. It's going to be what it's going to be. But think about it. At the end, when Joseph was standing next to that prophet, to the king, and his brothers walked up, they looked at him thinking, rehearsing, reminded of everything they sent him through. But God yet took Joseph and put Joseph where he wanted him to be. Remember, God already had the intended result. We just didn't know we had to go through everything possible to get there. 
So when you begin to look back on the things that the enemy has done, the enemy has presented, the enemy has tried to take away from you, I just want to remind you, God has an intended purpose. And sometimes we have to slow down enough just so we can see what's happening, just so we can see what's being developed, just so we can see the character and the responsibility, the, re, the, the ability to respond in this season and begin to move forward. See, vision is a process. Just because when God gives us a vision, when he gives us a vision, it doesn't mean like tomorrow, boom, it's going to happen. No, sometime when God gives you a vision, he gives you a lasting word to say, listen, all hell going to break loose. But this is the picture I need you to get in, the, in, in your head so you will know where you're going. Listen, everybody's not going to, everybody's not going to, they, they're not going to love you. They're not going to bless you. They're not going to, they're not going to, they're not going to be your friend. They, 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 I promise you, your name is going to be in everybody else's mouth. But he said, I don't want you to look at that. I want you to look at this end result. Sometimes only one word from God can change everything. One word from God can change everything. One word from God <laughs> can change everything, even on your deathbed, even when things are not going the way you want them to go. When you begin to look back and you begin to say, hold on, but God, you said that this season, my fruit shall remain in this season. All things are going to all things are going to line up according to your purpose and will. God, I don't see it. Lord, teach me how to slow down. And teach me how to slow down so I can see your will being perfected in this. Majority of the time when your will, when, when, the, when the will is taking place, is sometimes covered up in drama. Sometimes it's covered up in trauma. Sometimes it's covered up in, in, in gook to the point we don't want to see it and we don't want to hear it. But once you slow down and you begin to assess it, God said, no, 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 I'm still building you. I'm still building you regardless of how you feel. I'm still at work. I remember uh, Pastor Furtick had a message, let the dirt do its work when he's talking about the seed. And sometimes it's the dirty things of life that brings out the best character of who we need to become. Because now as shepherds, as prophets, as evangelists, as, as psalmists, as those, everyone who's on this line right now, God is saying, in order for me to get you through this, I know I'm going, I know there's you, I, you want, you will have a following Two, There will be, there will be people who will want to talk to you, people who want to be counseled by you. But if you're not malleable, coachable, if you're not in that position where you can be the flock, and be raised as a flock, how can I give you a flock to raise? This is a perfect position where you begin to upgrade your mindset. And as you upgrade your mindset, you begin to learn just not everything about the word of God, but everything about how the word of God is affecting you or the, how the word of God, th that you're implementing the word of God, how you're walking out the word of God. And just not that self-discovery is showing what needs work. God, how can you, how, I, need, I need work in that area. And you know what? And it's even better. And as a manager, as a business owner, and many of you are, how God will say, I need for you, I need for you to use that managing skill over your, over your spiritual house, over your temple. I need for you to begin to manage all of these things.
And as a manager, now I can use you because then you'll know how to delegate. Then you'll know how to talk to people. Then you'll know how to engage. Then you'll know how to sit when I tell you to sit. Then you'll know how to get up when I tell you to get up. Then you'll know how to preach when I tell you to preach. Then you'll know how to get up and go over to somebody's house that you may not even know. And you'll knock on their door and you'll tell them, hey, Spirit of the Lord has sent me. I just thought I might bring you some groceries. And they'll sit there and say, how in the world did you listen? You are training your ear to hear in this season what God is saying. But in that process, he is moving some things around. So by all means, please don't be dismayed when you sit there and say, God, I don't know what has happened. I believe I have self-control in, in everything Um Sometimes God teaches us self-control in hardship. When things are not going the way we need it to go, God teaches us self-control in hardship. He teaches us how to be disciplined and how to rely on God in hardship. He teaches us on how to trust him in that situation, in every situation. He takes us to a whole nother arena where no one else can actually teach us. No one else, regardless of who that person can be, sometimes only God can be that teacher. And you have to listen to what the Holy Spirit is saying. Because you know what's funny? Life's hardships are part of God's perfect plan for us and our vision. I believe Miles Monroe said that. God's hardships, life hardships are, are a part of God's perfect plan for us. Life hardships. Because if you can deal with life, you can tell anybody else on how to deal with it. You become a subject matter expert at that, at that very thing. So I want to I wanna just encourage you today that God is not done. God is not done. It's, it, it ain't over. <laughs> it's far from being over. And he's just getting started. He is just getting started. So I'm praying for your heart. I'm praying that God mends your heart because I, I feel heart pain. I pray that God helps with you, help you with your emotional peace. And, and not to even say you need self-control on that. No. You know what? Sometimes we have to position ourselves to say, this is how I feel. And in and, 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 and feeling this way, this is what it is. And God, you know what? Let me be grateful. I'm I'm so thankful right now, God, that that not that this happened, but I'm thankful that I survived it. And I thank you that every day you're strengthening me. You know, one thing that I learned, guys, someone that has high anxiety, the one that, you know, the word of God says, be anxious for no thing. But there are certain people who have such high anxiety that when they run back or when, when they experience something, they, they even, they, they can, they can, they can, they can hyperventilate. They can, they can go into a stress mode to the point that their whole body is affected. Um, they are affected to the point where it shuts down their voice. They can't speak. Uh, it shuts down their breathing. They can't breathe. And I was um, studying this weekend and I found out people with the highest anxiety are the people with the highest of hope. And I was like, whoa. And they said the reason why is because those people with the highest anxiety, they always, they always vision change. They vision hope. They vision things to be a hundred to 150 to 200% better. And to the point where if that coach or that therapist can talk them from the anxiety piece to where they are, as far as who they will want to become, 
It will be then where they can begin to see the hope through a dark tunnel. They can begin to see the hope through the darkness of life. They can begin to just not see hope, but feel hope and become hope for somebody else. And I was like, what a transition from somebody whose body is literally being distorted. Uh, we have we have been in our office where people's faces, the, the, the anxiety will hit them right, right where they're sitting there and their whole face will begin to change. Their whole body will begin to turn in different ways. You will call it a devil. But when you start talking about the things that they have been through, trauma, trauma, anxiety, overwhelm has has such a hold on people to the point they put their 100% in that hold where their whole body begins to manifest, if you will. And when that person, you can put your hand on their shoulder or you can, you can begin to talk them through it. And Hey, I need for you to breathe. Hey, this thing no longer has you. Hey, you are the powerful person that God has called you to be. You are unstoppable. You are limitless. God has created, created you to have a mindset like him. Let this mind be in Christ, which was also in Christ Jesus. Let no thing come close to you. God said he will not let a hair on your head be moved. And you begin to talk in such a tone, their whole body begins to lie right back up now you have to coach them through that anxiety I'm telling you that because right now many of us are those you are connected to could be experiencing a high level of anxiety so when you begin to look at that thing and speak to that thing your body will begin to respond and when it will be, begin to respond you have the power to put it back to where it needs to be you have the power to sit back and say i will not let this thing have control over me you have the authority i had a call this weekend and that call I, I had I got a couple of text messages prior to the call and I was so done with the call when I tell you I was done I was done I was like and it was a business it was a business decision and that person was like hey you know what about this what about that what about this what about that and I was like you know what Kim you're an entrepreneur you can choose to work with whoever you want to choose don't think don't feel obligated to 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 work with someone who that to work with someone that does not um they don't line up with who you are they don't line up with where you're going you know what i've worked with many people that don't believe like i believe why because it's a business decision and in the word of god he said business be men and but we still got along uh i've talked to people who who does not you know that they can do anything they want to do but when it comes down to the skill set that i have I, I need services in they were right where i needed them to be however this person was was going back and forth back and forth and i just sat there and i was like choose resolve and commit choose decide <laughs> what do you want to do because every time this person sends something it's it's bringing an anxiety that you don't need in your life and you know what's funny when i begin to find the root cause of it i used to have my own business 12 years ago 15 years ago and it was a profitable great it was a wonderful business as a um event planner as a project manager and i was going around doing different conferences just like what the, as i left bishop jakes i went on doing my own conferences just the same way and um 911 took place a couple of years after my conference which means all flights were canceled everything was um floored and you know no one was having big events anymore which shattered me and i had anxiety from that and yesterday's phone call it brought forth that same anxiety 
And I sat there and my heart started beating. I was like, why is your heart beating? And that the name of my old business popped right on back up. And I said, Lord, you are amazing. And he was like, we need to shut this door again. Because now you tap back into entrepreneurship. We need to shut this door again. Because the enemy wants to bring forth fear and fear and, and forgetting everything and running. But we're going to face everything and rise. And as soon as that happened, I pushed the phone call button. And I, I called and that person was like, well, I can't talk right now. I was like, yeah, but you can text. <laughs> See, I started responding, the ability to respond. And in that position, later on, that person called. I was like, listen, this this is not this is not conducive for me. You know, this is a business decision. I'm not going to be able to do this anymore. And they were just like, whoa, so what am I to do? I was like, well, you're going to do your research and you're going to find someone else who can do that. And when you do, make sure they call me so then I can pass everything over to them. Because I was doing a um, organizational management with their business, with as far as how they need to be set up, the things they need to do. I got a master's in it so I was just like I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do this I was like but you know what it's not gonna work it just 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 doesn't work for me um, of course they were heartbroken of course I got plenty of text messages of apologies and things like that but I was like you know what it is what it is and reason why I'm telling you that is because sometimes God brings things in front of you and he's telling you to decide resolve it and decide decide and resolve it and when you do that commit to the change and I am one, whatever I preach, I might it's my goal to live it out. I just don't want to get on these on this line and, and tell you guys, you know, this is what God wants you to do and this is how we need no no no. Whatever comes across, my goal is to live by my own system and the system that God has given me and created me in this time and this season. So today, I know we spoke about decide, commit, and resolve, but this weekend I had to live that thing out. And when I lived it out, it gave me such freedom. Mind you, again, the heart palpitation, the sweating, I was putting my makeup on. I had to sit down and I was like, where is this coming from? Now, mind you, 12 years ago, I would have never addressed it. I would have never addressed it. I would have never, never, never addressed it, never addressed it. And in doing that, I'm going to grab my word real quick because I'm going to read a scripture to you. And the reason why I would have never addressed it is because I, I didn't know to address it. The heart palpitations and everything else, I would have known to address it because I would have just said, oh, that's just, <clears throat> that's just how I'm feeling. That's just what's going on right now in my life. No, no, no. You know what? In this season, I read Philippians, Philippians 1 and 10. It says that ye may approve things that are excellent. I read this yesterday when I preached and it said that you may be sincere without offense to the day of Christ. I want to read this to you. It says so that you may surely learn to sense what is vital and approve and prize what is excellent and of a real value, recognizing the highest and the best and distinguishing the moral differences that you, that you may be untainted and pure. I want to go, just go back up to that so that you may, so that you may surely learn to sense what is vital and approve all prize what is excellent and of real value, recognizing the highest and the best and distinguish the more difference. I'm going to leave you with this. Sometimes before you approve the things that should, the things that you're looking to approve should be addressed. I'm going to say that one more time because many a times we just approve things and we don't address it. We just say, yeah, whatever, go ahead and go do that. When that thing should be addressed, 
We'll prove it to get it out of our face. We'll prove it so we ain't got to look at it. We'll prove it so we can just push on, move on, be like, Psh, they can do whatever they want to do. But God said today, this week, something doesn't need to be approved. It needs to be addressed. Because once you address it, now you're able to get the 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 history behind it. You're able to dig around it. You're, a, you're, you're able to know why it's doing what it needs to do or why it's doing what it wants to do. God said, no, 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 before you approve it, I need you to address it. Ask the questions that you don't want to ask. Confront it the way you don't want to confront. And this weekend was a prime example. I didn't want to confront it. Trust me. I think it was, it's been probably probably a couple of other times that I had talked to this individual and I was just like, listen, you got that. You got this. You got that. You got this. And all of a sudden I was like, why are you doing that, Kim? <laughs> I was like, because I got a master's degree in it. Yeah, but just because you got a master's degree don't mean you need to do it. <laughs> I was like, but that's part of my entrepreneur. No, it ain't. See, that's a conversation that you really have to have. Confrontation is the best is the best cure. And when you begin to ask the questions of, is this is this worthy of my time? Or am I allowing this thing to come in and take my time? And the reason why I say take my time, because that person doesn't know you're having anxiety over it. That anxiety can last the entire day till they text again or till they call again. But as soon as I sat there and I was like, you don't have to do this. You done turned in everything. You done gave this person more than what they need. Psh, squash it, put it to bed, kill it. And as soon as I pushed the phone call and I was like, listen, this is, this is not going to be able to happen now. I'm done. <laughs> Call it, call, you know, call it even. You don't have to pay nothing else. You don't have to do nothing. And that was a business decision. But that was God saying in this season, one, stop doing things or stop wasting your potential in areas that are not related to your purpose. Stop wasting your potential in areas that are not related to your purpose. Just because you're good at it, just because you can flow at it, don't mean that's what I called you to. Not in this season. Now, maybe eight years ago, you would have had time to do all this other stuff. No, this year, you need to train people in what you just did. You need to train people in, 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 in the marketing and organizational management and getting all the paperwork and doing, no, 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 train them. That's not your job to go and fetch it. That's not your season. This is not your season. You have the ability to respond. That's your responsibility is to train somebody else to do that. Stop wasting your potential in areas not related to your purpose. And as I end, don't approve what needs to be addressed. Don't approve what needs to be addressed. The reason why, because we're approving things according to Philippians 1 and 10. We're approving things that are not vital. We're approving things that doesn't have a high price. We're approving things that are not excellent. We're approving things that, that does not have like real value. It's just recognizing the highest and the best and distinguishing moral differences. Is it speaking to you morally? Is it speaking to you with integrity and speaking to you with character? Is it untainted? Is it pure? Is it blameless? When I start looking at all that I was like hold on this doesn't even back up the word of God everything I'm giving yes is is it could be it could be excellent of what I'm giving but everything is reciprocity how is that person receiving it are they taking you for granted are they taking advantage of your skill set and if they are you need to put that baby to bed this is a season to stop wasting your potential in areas that is not related to to your purpose.
address what you are trying to approve. It doesn't need approval. It needs to be addressed. And some people's attitudes and some people's uh, positions, how people treat you. No, no, no. I'm not going to prove you to treat me like this. I'm going to address it. <laughs> and sometimes addressing it is not picking up the phone call. Sometimes addressing it is not even having a conversation. Why? Because you can't talk to somebody who ain't there. I'm going to show you exactly how to treat that situation. It's not worth my presence. And when you realize that it's no longer good for me to show up for this, then and only then when you'll begin to sit back and say, maybe I wasn't treating her right. You know you wasn't treating her right. So, again, this is your season. Make sure you have clarity. Make sure you have understanding. And most of all, make sure that you can walk authentically in your call without having to please people without having to sit back and and you know if this person if this person wants this no 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 does this line up with where you are see it'd be different if i was on the line with 15 year olds it was diff- it'd be different if i was on the line with with with, with 30 year olds and when, and when i say 30 i mean like coming fresh out of school you know the, you know just young bucks you know but no i'm on the line with adults with 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 women of character women of integrity entrepreneur women women with a mindset to move forward purpose driven women so therefore in this season god said i want you to boss up I want you to handle it like a boss. And when you handle it like a boss, you know how to engage. See, one thing about it, I didn't I didn't get on the phone and I wasn't nasty. I was just like, this is not conducive to who I am. It's not conducive to where I'm going. And you know what? And and and, and I didn't tell about the anxiety feel or anything like that. The anxiety, let me help you real quick. The anxiety is not is not to incapacitate you. The anxiety was a warning that this doesn't line up with your purpose. See, you have to start putting anxiety in a pers- perspective because normally the anxiety could be a um, it could be a propeller or it could be a stumbling block. A, pro- a propeller means that it propels you into your future or it can be a stumbling block because you are still living. You're still living off of the past. So that anxiety this weekend that I had, it could have easily stopped me because I could have easily went back to my old business and said, well, it didn't work then. Well, it did work. 911 took everything. But then moving forward, I was afraid to move forward from there because of the hurt and the pain that took place. And now that I'm back in this entrepreneurial set, I'm working out Proverbs 31. I sat there and I was like, okay. <laughs> You're going to boss up this weekend. <laughs> like men say, you're going to man up. I tell the women that we're going to boss up this weekend. And we're going to boss up. And I need to come up with a wonderful acronym for boss up. We're going to come up with boss up, boss up this weekend by taking those things into consideration. Is it excellent? Is it vital? Is it the best source? Is it the highest source? Is it untainted? Is it pure? Is it blameless? Does it represent any of that? If it don't represent any of that, psh, I'm good. I'm good. It'll be different if it's going somewhere, but if it ain't going nowhere, that means you have me spinning my wheels and I refuse to spin my wheels and don't go anywhere. I've been here, done that, got a t-shirt and I refuse to continue to live out a life that I can't pursue. It's like being on a treadmill, watching a a movie right in front of you and you're running through the woods, but you never make it to the woods because you're on a treadmill. No, this season, in order for me to be responsible, I have the ability to respond 
Therefore, getting off the treadmill of life, which means I'm no longer existing. I will begin to live and I will open up the door and have my wonderful shoes on and I'm going to run in the, I'm going to take a jog. I'm going to be, I'm going to be excellent at everything that I do and walking forward. Nothing can stop me. Nothing can stop me. Nothing, nothing, nothing can stop me. Ladies, do you have anything you want to come on and say? If not, we're going to wrap it right on up. If you have a testimony, we want to come on in and, and testify about. This is your this is your wonderful time to do so. Um, <clears throat> if not, I'm going to let you go. I will give it a minute if you want to come on and testify. Thank you so much for earlier, Miss Priscilla for coming in and sharing with us the wonderful weekend that took place. I'm, we're excited for you and we're, we're excited. We're excited. We're excited. We're excited. We're excited. Um, in the spiritual reset, by all means, be, be very aware, be very aware and be very conscious. Um, not to say you ever have to walk on eggshells, but when you walk, you walk and you're conscious of what's happening around you. <clears throat> because again, the enemy knows which buttons to push. The goal is he can push the button all day, but if I but if I've unplugged the system, you can push that button all day. The, the, there's no power source going to that button. It's not hooked up to anything. So as he's sitting over there pushing that button, it doesn't mean that I'm going to react. Anyone has anything to say? Amen. That's, that was confirmation. I had to do that yesterday with a client. Amen. Yeah. Amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Amen, amen. I gotta come up with an acronym for boss. <laughs> yes, you gonna come up with it. <clears throat> you know I am. You know I yes. am. We're gonna have to boss up. Amen, amen. Anyone else has anything to say? God bless you. God bless you. Amen. All right, loved ones. I'm gonna let you guys go. Please, please be blessed going into the day. Um, <clears throat> we have, I believe, only a couple more weeks right before uh, Christmas is we're winding down on our spiritual reset and we'll be moving forward. Um, I did not do our hour. I did a few one-on-ones last week. I need to get a hold of the ones who I did not do a one-on-one with last week and see if I can get that done this week. I want to really talk to you and see where you are um, and don't want to miss out on that. And for those who have, we've missed a one-on-one session, that one-on-one session will be added, which means you will be getting a one-on-one session after the Navigate Your Reset um, <clears throat> program has been completed all right you guys have a blessed day and a blessed morning and i will talk to you tomorrow morning once again right here on spiritual reset god bless you